As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, welcome into episode 51 of Coffee and Shell. Today's episode, we are going to go over everything from the start of the 2022-2023 NHL season and break down all of the surprises, all of the overachievers and underachievers, and everything that uh, happened in the week that was the beginning of the NHL season. I'm Sleeves, joined by Kesso and Padre. And let's just get right into it, fellas. Uh, Padre, walk us through some of the bigger news items that happened, and then we'll get into the actual NHL teams. Yeah, so far in the season, I think the biggest thing, and it's actually happening off the ice, is the Board of Governors meeting that happened today. Um, I know it's not really the most exciting thing for hockey fans, but it's a big deal down the line. I mean, I firmly believe the cap will be up to $100 million, I would say, within the next five to six years. Freeman I'm going to ballpark it. Well. Yeah, and <clears throat> I just think with the owners you know, getting paid back the $1.1 billion escrow because of COVID, uh, that's huge. Uh, you know, <laughs> some of these teams, you know, people are, or some of these people freak out about these contracts that they're seeing right now. And I mean, Austin Matthews might make $15 million, honestly, because of yeah, what's going to happen. It's going to go up. What team do you think benefit? Oh, okay. It's, it's definitely Toronto. Um, outside yeah. of Toronto, <laughs> what teams do you think will benefit the most if it goes up to around 100 in like, you know, like three or four years? Well, obviously Tampa, Vegas, you know, they're, they're the ones that have been doing the most cap juggling the last few years. Just any team that's willing to spend to the cap that, you know, has a rich owner pretty much. You know, I, I think the Blues, I'm for my example, at least in St. Louis, I, I think we'll still spend relatively close to the cap, but I don't know if we'll go all the way up. I mean, $100 million is a lot. That is a lot. Like, uh, when you're talking about a sport, like a hockey franchise, $100 yeah. million a year is, like, getting into the the realm of, like, man, I don't, there's not, like, what would you think of the percentage of teams that spends within... 10% or f- maybe 5% of the of the of the limit. Like what do you think the number of teams is? Cuz I bet it's less than people think. Yeah, I mean, I'll just do number of teams. I'm going to say out of out of 32 teams, I'm going to say 12 or 13 maybe. Yeah, maybe. I can see that too. Like Seattle's not going to, like Arizona's not going to, the Sharks won't. Like there's there's quite a few I think that like cuz like 100 million, you've got to be like, you know, owned by like Roger, like MLSE, like Toronto, like you've got to have an absolute huge bankroll yeah. to, to fund that. Um, yeah, I don't even I don't even think all the Canadian teams will. You know what I mean? Well, the, I think a lot of the big thing is is like if if you get up to a hundred million and you don't make the playoffs because the playoffs is where the owners make all their money, right? Because like all of the all of the gate revenue, everything like they go it goes they get the players don't get paid in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. like that that would imagine you spend the cap at a hundred million, you don't make the playoffs. Like holy smokes. That's brutal. How many teams spend to the ceiling right now? I don't know. Like, I have to go do that. I, I didn't think about that until I, until he brought Because I'd imagine it'd be the same, right? It's like, got to be close, yeah. But the cap has been static for so long now, though, that, like, yeah. you know, there's probably a few teams that are just used to it. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's used to it. It's such a big... It's going to be a big jump, though, once uh, once all the escrow is paid back. And it's... Uh, um, after the season, that's when it looks like it, it, it's going to be done by. So that'll be, uh, that'll be pretty crazy. Yeah, and they're saying it it could rise up four million in twenty three twenty four, which like that's a that's a lot considering the last few years is that's a lot for the last few years at least. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some of the other news, obviously, I think we all saw the Ian Cole allegations that he ended up not getting that's suspended. Terrifying. Yeah, like it's a just whole, a couple of, for like a couple of reasons. I don't know if you guys like got into it and read everything, um, because like it got it got it got said that it was it was not true, right? Or at least yeah. They did an investigation as much as they could in two days, which maybe is not doing their right. full due diligence. But um, <laughs> you know, it, it was only two days long. But like, 
the fact that a, an anonymous Twitter account can tweet that and then it gets that much traction. That's what I'm saying. Like, so like, you know, it was proved, it was, it was said that, that there was nothing to this, but the fact that he got suspended from the team, the league had a meeting with him and all that, obviously, which needed to be done. The investigation needed to be done, but it's just terrifying that we're in a day and age now. We're like, dude, it's just a random Twitter account, you know? And, right. uh, and scary, man. Like that's scary. It, it's, it's just, it's crazy too, because I mean, you know, like you said, anybody can do it. And, and they said they reached out to the person or whoever the Twitter account was and no one replied. So, I mean, if you really, if it was true and I feel like you were that adamant to go on there and post it and, you know, write that whole thing, like, wouldn't you, when someone contacts you, get back to them? You know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if it was, so, I mean, I think that was the biggest telltale sign besides you know obviously uh, everything else yeah just uh definitely definitely crazy because you don't get i think he was uh what he was he was suspended with pay though right like i think he was yeah so he yeah, was i mean it, but still nonetheless see, like that that's damning of a character like you you know like right. you, you basically are the especially what's going on with the, with uh team canada right like that uh everything needs to be taken seriously though but it's just scary we live in a world now like that that's you know it's just well, a random you know egg account yeah and you see, like, there's a guy in chat saying, I mean, he's, he's spent it with Bay. Come on. But, like, realistically, guys, like, think about it this way. Every NHL arena that Ian Cole goes into now for the rest of his life, yes. even though it was false, yes. allegedly, mm-hmm. he is going to get trashed for the rest of his career. Yeah. It's kind of like the Trevor Bauer thing, which, like, yes, you saw the pictures. He, you know, oh, but if is. it was now Trevor Bauer, when he comes back next year in baseball, if he does, for the rest of his career, he's just going to be known for that. that I mean, yeah. it's just yeah, and that's and that's the you know unfortunate part about it. But I mean, like I said, if if it was, you know, if there's other cases that come out, kind of like the Deshaun Watson thing, and it's like one after one after you know one yeah, after another, like then that was clearly an we'll issue. see. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, what do you think about it, Kesso? Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't look too much into this. I always think, uh, you know, comparing those to the other ones, some of those other ones are pretty obvious. Yeah, it's, if it's just Watson one and brutal like that's a, yeah. I mean, I mean, like yeah. yeah. I mean, we saw the Cleveland Browns give him what, like two hundred forty million guaranteed. guaranteed. Like oh, yeah. So yeah. like this is obvious. I from the sounds of it, it's a little different. I I don't know how I missed the story. Yeah, um, dude, like, it, it was, was just, just an anonymous Twitter a, account. Literally an anonymous Twitter account posted a full like twit longer of like this is my experience. Yeah. and it was very detailed, and he legitimately got suspended from the team. They do a full investigation, which they should have done, but it it was like it was it was almost like he was he was guilty. Like that's what it, yeah. that's what it viewed as, and then it gone and then it was gone away like that. Like uh, how long did the full process last? Like three days. Like the whole thing went shortly. Like yeah. So like, and it, I think they handled it pretty good, right? Like, they definitely they handled just, it good, like but a, it's terrifying that that's what started it, right? Like there was no. Yeah. The team addressed it. Like they gave it legs, and then so just uh just a, yeah, it was a scary situation. All and I, I hope that it is you know obviously not true, obviously. And it didn't help too that like Ian Cole. I don't know how much you guys know about it, but he had issues last season in Carolina. He hooked up with the Valley Sports. Oh, that was reporter. a mess too, man. That was yeah, a mess and too. and she was getting married, and her husband found out, and so you know you just start connecting the, the dots. People dots, are like, yeah. look at you know, look at this guy. He has terrible. You know, yeah. Somebody and, asked if you're going to ruin a career, why Ian Cole? I mean, maybe maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe it's yes, like, hey, this yeah, is believable. Maybe, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it, it's a sad world we live in. That this is what it's becoming. But I mean, it is what it is. But nonetheless, it was a news story, and I felt like it was worth bringing up. Obviously, the other thing that I feel like is pretty big for the hockey world, considering, I mean, I feel like he's a legend of the game at least the last 10 or 15 years, but it's Carey Price is going to be talking on Monday. However, they said that he is not going to be retiring. At least that's not what the topic is. It's kind of just an update of what's going on with Carey Price. I mean, th- this guy's the best goalie in the last 10, 15 years that, that we've seen, I, I feel like, at least from a goalie. Maybe Vasilevsky will be proving me wrong here soon, you know, because he keeps adding to it, but... I mean, I hope Carey Price isn't done. It's just, it's, it's, it'll be weird not having him in the Montreal crease if, if he, uh, you know, pulls a quit after Allen this year. Pretty good, by the way. Just to throw that in there, like the, for the start yeah. of the season, he's been on. I've been doing this thing where I've watched like every game highlights at the beginning of my streams, like for every single day, and he has been absolutely nuts. But I think you're right about that. It's, it's gonna be worth Carey Price. I'm gonna say this, like, I'm wondering if it's like the pressure of that city because Juran went through the same kind of thing, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and I never got that because whenever like I've watched him play, like it always seems like he he crushes the Penguins. Mm-hmm. But he had the same thing. But Drew had the same thing in Tampa Bay with that whole situation. Yeah, like if you yeah, guys it, remember it, that, like where he was like sent down like in the playoffs or something. Like 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 yeah. all these players are humans, right? Like I feel like the yeah. athletes are, aren't viewed as like humans. 
But it's just weird that like two players step away from the game because of you know what what appears to be like mental health issues, and that's definitely important, especially if, especially if you're an athlete. Because think of all like what you're leaving; it's got to be serious, right? So, um, but it is weird that it was like it was like two of the bigger name players for that team, um, and it's a, it's a big marquee team. So I'm wondering if like you know it's just the pressure there; it's huge. I mean, the same thing with Toronto, man. Imagine being the goaltender for the Leafs. Like that's why they haven't had a goaltender since like Cujo because it's just like. You know, like you, you've got to. I don't know how you can forget about a bad game in a place that will never allow you to forget about a bad game because it started. started it already started with Murray, you know, like, right. and now he's hurt. Yeah, I guess we can we can roll with it. Roll right into the wait, list. wait, real quick, real quick. If this is the end of Price, like I said, he might not be done. Mm-hmm. I I've been told by literally one of his teammates that he thinks he's done. Um, you know, so who's going to be Team Canada's goalies? At the next, even though even the list, World Cup, you know, uh, Olympics, whenever they play best on best again, who are we thinking? Are we thinking? Okay, we change you know, three. Has to be three then, right? Yeah, it has to be three. And it's it, crazy and it's, that it's Carter kinda, Hart is one of them, probably. Right, and like last time, this time last year, Benner. Yeah, it's probably been, dude, it's probably been. Yeah, dude. I was about to say him. I, I will say this about Benner: a lot of people hate him, obviously, because he's like, you know, he does his goofy stuff, like whatever. He's he, it's fun for the game. I don't really care. I, I like stuff like that, honestly. Um, but Benner's nails when, when the pressure's on. I mean, we've seen how good he is in the playoffs and stuff like that. And, you know, obviously Carter Hart. Why? There's some Trist- Tristan Jari. What do you think about that, Kessel? Why? I, I oh, don't. Yeah. It, dude, thinking about it like this, though, like 15 years ago, or I guess it's like 20 years ago. Like, like, dude, the, the, the Canadian goaltending, like, it, it used to be like. goaltending of all time, though. Yeah, like 20 years ago, whenever you're going like Wa Brodeur, and then whoever else was third that was probably still a Hall of Famer. Now it's like you have just really good players, so, and like, that's that's. Why it. do you think it is that like the Ontario, like the 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 CHL produces the like I, I would say the the best the 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 most impact superstar players in the world on forward and and on defense for the most part, but like goaltender has never been Canada's strong suit outside of like Carey Price. Like if you and then like Luongo too, like there was a good solid ten years. Like the last ten years, right? We're at the Longos at the end of his career. Well, like Carey Price, but like after that, it was like Cam Ward. Like you know, like, I wonder why that is. Like, is it because they're facing like the best you know forward prospects in the world, and like they're just they don't get the run? Like I don't get why the I, Europeans so I'm gonna are so good at it. Assume it's just a like luck of the draw type thing because you have like there's only thirty starters in the league, right? True, I guess, and that's yeah, all. That's pool. all there is. And only it's it's a limited pull like forwards. There's like such a huge pull. I guess using that word again. Um, I, I think it's just bad luck right now, right? Like it has to be. Yeah, the you guys want to know some. I mean, crazy I mean, luck. like yeah, we're recording this live for anyone listening and watching. Like someone brought up some names like like um, like uh, Flurry. Kemper. Yeah, yeah, those are. But we're talking like if you compare the forward and decor of Team Canada, those are among the best players like in the world. And goaltender for whatever reason just always seems to be like a, eh, right? You know, like eh, like that's pretty good. You know, it's 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 weird. It's weird that it's just never been the their strong. Like they've never had, they haven't had like a really really high strong suit as compared to like like Finland and 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 Sweden, I guess. But I mean, I guess it's only held up by one person. I guess because when you think about it, like Longquist and Rene, and actually Rene never competed internationally, but still like Kipper. Right, I think. Like going back to that was also brought up the board governors of the World Cup of Hockey. The 2024 is like when the NHL wants to have it. Right now they're having some issues. I guess some of the countries are complaining about if Russians are involved or not. We'll see where that goes. But going back to like the World Cup, like talking about like who Team Canada's goalies be, isn't it pretty crazy to think the last World Cup they had? And Jeff Merrick brought it up when he came on the podcast with us. The greatest hockey team ever assembled is that Team North America. Yeah, yeah. And you. You go back and look at this roster. Wait, and who I always the said this. goalie for that was Carter okay, Hart. So, so, you know, Kessel like this. So, here's the thing, though. Th- this team made Team USA look so bad because Team Canada could have, like, two teams, right? Well, this team yeah. had, like, all of the best USA players at that time, in my opinion. Like, from Eichel, Johnny Gaudreau, Dylan Larkin, Austin Matthews, JT Miller, Brandon Saad, Vinny Trocek, Truba. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, That's all those guys right. are probably on the national team now. I mean, no one knew JT Miller would score 40 goals and stuff like that. But the goalies were John Gibson, Connor Hellebuck, and John boy, Gibson was, was young enough. I feel like he's yeah. been in the year for the league for like a decade. And then Matt Murray. 
Matt Murray was the goalie. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's nuts. Bad. And that team that team uh obviously they didn't you know they didn't you know go all the way or anything, but they were now you look at that roster, like kinda of like Merrick said, I mean, that thing's loaded with Hall of Famers now. I mean, they're going to be Hall of Famers. It's unbelievable. That is nuts. Ven- Venom and chat brought up a good point that uh, because the recent trend of minors is to not spend time on goalies that aren't at least six foot four. I'll be honest with you, like I, I watch every ice dog game in person. All of the goaltenders that are basically on other teams are massive, so I, I think there might be some credence to that. So, uh, but yeah, man, like it, it, that uh, that is definitely going to be exciting. Obviously, we'll, we'll see what happens with with Russia. Russia is probably not going to be involved in that. And there's a issue, I believe, um, the OHL is not allowing Russians to play in that either. And that was a pretty big feature because what would happen is they do an import draft on top of their normal draft. Like Daniel Gushkin for the Sharks, who was one of the best players in the OHL last year. And one of the best sharks dra- draft picks. Um, he like they're not allowed to play. They're not, they're not going to be allowed to play. So we'll see if uh, how that how that all shakes out. But that 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 team worth it. Like the World Cup was what they can't have it at the beginning of the year, right? When do you have it? Let me ask you that. When would you guys have it? If it, they're doing the it, they're doing it now in the middle of the year. That's what like they're doing in the apparently. midseason. Yeah, like and instead of like the all allow that. That's what they're saying as of right now. That's the things I've read that they're going to do at midseason, like the Olympics, essentially. So yeah, I'm and I think the, I think I'm the reason that the players even want that. I think the reason why is because they want to get Crosby in one last game, or they want to I'm get sure. you know, yeah, like oh, yeah. these guys, you know, at the best time. But it, it, dude, it's honestly a joke that we haven't seen these guys best time. Like, like going back to the, even just the Olympics, and it was obviously it was like COVID related, but the, the time before that it wasn't COVID related. Oh. It was just you know being greedy once again. I, I mean, dude, I I, I experienced this firsthand. TJ Oshi, literally nicknamed TJ Sochi, like more people that had nothing to do with hockey knew who TJ Oshi was because of a shootout, and it just goes to show you how big of a you know draw the Olympics is. Because we watch events that we don't even watch the sport on a regular basis. Like, I watch swimming There's because, you know, Michael Phelps and yep. Katie Ledecky and whatever. I mean, Kessel, you know what I'm talking about being an American. Like, you watch of those course. people, you know. So it's it happens every four years or two years if you watch the Summer Olympics. I right. skipped the Summer Olympics, but... Not to mention, yeah. there's no game off like those guys because like yeah. it's a very unique like thing because like everyone thinks it's like it, there's like the Stanley Cup and whatnot, which obviously players go all out for. But like again, it's only every four years, and you don't know how long, especially if you're a Canadian. Like if you're a right. Canadian or an American, like you, it's so much harder to make those teams just because of the mm-hmm. like the the actual amount of people there. Um, so yeah, those games always end up being insane because like right. the players are just going absolutely all out. Um, but man, like I think it was Tavares. Like it's like if you okay, if you're an Islander fan and you're Canadian, like I don't like obviously in a perfect world, like everything goes well. But dude, like if you're an Islander fan and like and Barzal went down and you're like trying to make the playoffs as an Islander fan, like I don't know if you would be like okay. And I think the owners like obviously that's why, right? Like, but they're also not yeah. making money. I'm probably I'm I'm certain that there's probably a big part of it where they're not is because they're not making money. It's not so much the we don't want them to get hurt. Right, they can't show highlights. They can't do yeah, any of that stuff. Which yeah, I, I think it's just there's so many dumb things. They need to figure that out. Like that is the best way to grow the game. If you're going to grow the game, honestly, it's just the the international stage. I mean, I don't, I, I don't understand it. But I will tell you this: I'm excited to watch this future Team USA team. I think it is the best chance of ever. I think it's beating the best Canada. Right. I mean, you have maybe the greatest goal scorer, you know, in the NHL right now, in awesome. I mean, he is it's obviously last year, but. You know, on Team USA now. I mean, they're they're humming. They're they're going to be really good, I think. But yeah, uh, man, like they're they're like that Team USA, like with Matthews and everyone, like that. That's probably the most high end talent. I mean, Matthews and Kane, like on the same line. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like one more go. Like that would just, that would be that would be a ton of fun. No doubt. The Kachuk brothers. I mean, there's so there's oh, so I didn't many even think kids. of that, dude. I mean, they're, they're nasty, dude. It's the- it's it's going to be a sick team. Eichel, you name it. Like they're loaded on forward. Um, the other thing that happened. And I kind of, it's kind of funny. I asked you this the other day about Timo Meyer because I, I kind of look at these teams maybe in like the same spot where it's like they, they want to rebuild, but they don't. They can't rebuild because of ownership, the Flyers and the Sharks. Now, the Flyers have started off hot. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But Sandheim, eight years, 50 million. It kind of reminds me of Meyer. Now, obviously, different positions, but you know, the amount of money, I, I think, I definitely think Meyer is going to get more money. But kind of like, surprising i guess that they signed him because there was you know trade rumors with him there's been trade rumors with provorov but i mean big signing for a team that you know <laughs> was getting a lot of flack a few weeks ago you know well i think like i think that if everyone isn't hurt like a and ellis are like back with 
like I said this in the first game of the season when, when Philly won, like that um, Torts is not going to allow them to lose easily. So like they're going to win games, more games than they should because they're simply just not allowed to take a night off. You know what I mean? Like he'll just bag skate into the ground if they, if they, if they, yeah. And he'll, he'll be out of there in two to three years. Exactly. Uh, but they're yeah. always going to be a tough team to play against. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's, let's talk about that. Like our biggest surprises. Mine yeah. is the flyers. Like, I'll be honest. I knew they were going to work their their bags off. I knew they were going to be, you know, the most fit team in the NHL. I did not see them coming out 3 and 0 and they just beat they came back. They were down 2 nothing in Tampa tonight and came back and won. I think it was Tampa's home opener too, which is pretty impressive. And the, and Tampa's kind of, you know, started out a little, you know, maybe let's just say fatigued, you know, they've been obviously playing a lot of hockey last few years and I think they'll be perfectly fine. But uh wow, yeah, the Flyers are crushing it yeah and uh, start is definitely the biggest surprise i think like they really sports right now are hot (laughs) they are dude they're they're buzzing that city is on fire right now um yeah like and and, but i think it's not like it so i i'm going through like the worst ever stretch of being a sharks fan in my 20 years of being a fan this is the worst effort level least amount of interest because there's like there's like being bad so like seattle seattle's bad but you watch and are excited when Matty Beniers is on the ice because there's hope. Mm-hmm. Like, it gives you hope. Dude, it, like, Timo Meyer's a free agent. So, like, this is so bad that, like, I think that now, even after the start, like, I, I think there's no way that he comes, that they, they, they sign him, but I don't know what they would do outside of it because they're 0-5. They just lost to the Islanders, and I'm happy about it because I would love them to get Connor Bedard. I think that there's something to failing at the right time that – changes the franchise changes franchises more than anything like you can end up winning the lottery and it could be um it could be nico heischer and uh and nolan patrick so the flyers won and they got nolan patrick you could fail and, and be in the bottom three and land Connor bedard like there's a time to like when something like that happens uh look at edmonton before the like in the 2009 to 2012 era like they they got so lucky in in the draft to get the to get those like picks, but like they missed like Taylor Hall was obviously great, but like in sprinkled around it is like st- they didn't get Stamkos, they didn't get Tavares, and they won the Yakupov and Nugent Hopkins draft. Like there's luck to that because you can't take anyone else other than those guys, right? right. Like as a you get that's a fire that's how you get fired, and g- few GMs will ever be like, you know like. They're not going to take. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, like Lafreniere. Let's say, let's say they did, New York didn't take Lafreniere when he was the consensus number one, right? Even if you, as a general manager and a scouting staff, was like, I don't think Lafreniere is number one. Like you can't not take him. I feel like in sports, like I feel like that just doesn't happen very often. We'll go back to the Eric Johnson draft with the Blues. Like that's the one that people here freak out about because we didn't take Jonathan Taze or Nick Backstrom or Phil Kessel. We took Eric Johnson who. Yeah, like he's had a solid NHL career, but he wasn't like the, you know, look at what happened with Taze, and it, it happened to be our biggest rival, and he's won three cups. You know what I mean? So it makes it look way worse, you know, with when you when that kind of stuff happens. Same thing with like the McCarr draft. I mean, people freak out about that draft. That's all luck. Time. Like that's luck again. Like you had yeah. to take it was Nolan Patrick and Heischer. Mm-hmm. And it was like those then, two had to be one of those yeah. two, and you win the draft lottery because New Jersey and Billy both won the lottery to go one and two, right? And Colorado right. got pushed back to four. Mm-hmm. and like that's just how yeah. it goes like and like so i think that like as a sharks fan this will be the highest we ever draft um i don't see how david quinn can fix this because the team is three third lines and a second line with timo meyer and hurdle and i feel bad for david quinn he's a, he's the best looking coach in the nhl he is a, good handsome, he is a handsome <laughs> handsome man. handsome fella he's had crap luck because honestly in the rangers i mean you know their ownership was a little uh testy you know the dolans and uh you, you know they, they made the, they made the moves real quick and i mean i Gerard Gallant, I mean, he's, he's a great coach too, but you know, I, I thought he got a, you know, short end of the stick there, but I will say this, Lee's, I, I know I told you, I think it's going to be the Coyotes, but if it's you, the Yotes and the Hawks, I think you guys have the best chance of making, because I've always said, I think the NHL drafts is rigged and, <laughs> and you guys have never had a pick like that. Like the Coyotes, I don't think the NHL is going to help because they could be getting Austin Matthews in a few years. And then, you know, the Hawks have had, you know, plenty of, you know, success I just, I don't know, man. I have a feeling like if you guys really do finish at like the bottom five, bottom three, whatever, you guys are going to somehow get it. Now, I told you guys this off um, podcast. There's Coyotes, though. They have a 
14 game road trip. I legitimately think they might start five and 20 in the first 25 games. I mean, that team is they brutal. look dreadful. They look so I, watched bad. The I have Toronto no game. idea. I have no idea how they beat Toronto. I watched the Toronto game like, and it looked like, dude, it looked like playing a hut hero. Like it was <laughs> like hemmed in the zone couldn't bury one rush yeah and they score like that it was uh, like i was watching i'm like dude toronto is gonna eat them alive and then toronto like went full toronto and uh it was so set up too like you could the the betting line did you see the betting line the money line was minus 550 for they say any they they say anything uh greater than like plus 300 you should always bet on 100 like there was people in my thing in my chat being like dude like i'm gonna i'm gonna take the leafs and like parlays and stuff i'm like dude the the puck line for the Coyotes was minus two and a half. I was like, you rarely ever see something like that in the NHL. Like football happens all the time because it's very like it's much more predictive. Hockey is mm-hmm. like there's a lot of luck in hockey. So to see a line that was minus five hundred, I was like, that is absurd. And uh, my lord, yeah, Arizona only the least boys, only the least. Only and that's and and they're one of my biggest busts so far this year. I mean, just yeah. because of the. The unfortunate of Matt Murray happening. I mean, I, who knows how good he would have been this year, anyways? Dude, like that was baked into like the issues, like they, when I they know. acquired. Yeah, him. but we, whenever we talked about it, like, it, I don't even think that matters. That that doesn't <laughs> matter at all. That injury, like, I, I love Matt Murray, but he's yeah. not moving the needle at all for that team. Who yeah. do they have in there now? Who's the who's the backup? The, who did who played half decent? It, but I believe he got hurt, yeah, and Sheldon had to play for them, and. It doesn't matter. They need they right. they need a they need they need Jack Campbell, who also has actually looked awful before he got hurt uh, for Edmonton. But uh, God, like I don't see how Toronto doesn't make the playoffs, no matter what. Like they they, they will. No, make the that, that'd be. I, I I've seen some crazy overreactions over the past week, yeah. especially after that loss. Like they're they're going to be in there. They're going to be the number one or number two seed. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, Can we talk about overreactions? My goodness, the Minnesota Wild fans. You guys need to calm down. You guys will be I fine. Should. Good grief. Like, like I said, I watched all trashing, every highlight. Trashing Marc-Andre Fleury. Trash, I mean, just get a grip. You guys have been scoring a lot of goals. You just can't keep the puck out of your net. Your team the, defense has been horrible. I think they'll be fine, though. Like, people I, need to I don't know, up. man. Like, so, like, I, I said this like a couple years ago like when the Suter and, and, and Parise deal went down, and they went all in, which is like a ballsy move. Like That was an all-time ballsy move because they have 12 million or 14 million dead against the cap right now. No team right. has ever come close to winning a cup with that right like ever so mm-hmm. the fact that they they went and did that and but but they had rossi and boldy who like needed to like stay up i watched those like i said i watched all the highlights from every one of those games dude there was a lot of goals that were on the goaltender and like if, if they if flurry does not post like a 9 12 to 9 15 save percentage which is above league average like it is gonna be caprizov is ridiculous like yeah. he might be he he might be like he is he is not not Ovechkin because that's not that's not a fair comparison, but he is a someone who can take over an entire shift like kind of like McDavid and, and McKinnon to an extent. Like there's not many players that can wheel around, cycle himself, feed it to someone to get it back, and like like he scored a goal the other night where it was basically he went all the way around the offensive zone, passed <clears throat> I believe it was to Zuccarello and got it right back and, and scored an unbelievable shot like. He is really fun to watch, but yeah, Minnesota. I, I think they'll be. They'll, I think they'll be okay because the Pacific, the West in itself is still really weak. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I think that it's uh, last year. It was probably the weakest it's been in twenty, thirty years. Like, yeah. especially the Pacific this year. Like, mm-hmm. I legit think it's just Calgary, Edmonton, and and Vegas. And Vegas has been. I, I, they're not really a surprise, but I think for hockey fans, maybe they're a surprise. I think people thought they were done. It, People thought they were like going to be. Don't awful. watch the Pacific, like yeah. Teams. It's like man, yeah. they have some unbelievable players that have been banged up. I mean, look at their roster last year. Like I said, and you guys know, I talked to Petrangelo a decent amount, and he told me, you know, I played through a ton of injuries just to keep the team afloat, and they they missed the playoffs by two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and Logan <laughs> Thompson Bortolo, has been. Thomas Bortolo ended there <laughs> running a shootout. <laughs> that yeah. was the Sharks Cup last year, and I I think you know with him. You know, with 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 Logan Thompson being in net, I I actually think he might give them a better chance right now than Leonard. I mean, Leonard was kind of has been kind of a mess since he signed there. I mean, he was good, I guess that you know the the short season with Flurry, but I don't know. I mean, I I think that from what I hear, like his hips are pretty messed up, his knee, like everything's pretty messed Logan up. Logan Thompson looks good. That LA game to start the season, like he looked, yeah. he looked great in that in that game. Um, but uh, yeah, like I think Vegas, like. 
Calgary, man, Calgary looks good. Like Calgary looks like everything yeah. that like it was anticipated that they would be a better hockey team. Maybe not in the future, but like right now, they're better than what they were last year. Um, and I've watched a lot of Edmonton too, and man, it is. I don't. I don't remember. Like I have a hard time remembering. Like as like as a person, like personally as a fan, like I have a hard time remembering Thornton, Marlowe, and like Heatley and Chichu, like those like years of the Sharks where they'd hop over the boards and it would be almost a goal like every like third shift. And when you watch Edmonton, and the second McDavid and Drysdale decide that they want to like score, it, like there's nothing that can be done. And on the power play, I think they hold the puck on the power play for under like a second and a half, and they just whip it around like they get. I think that they, uh, they they were down three nothing to Vancouver in the first like I, I believe right at the beginning of the second period and just riled off five straight and then they did the same thing against Calgary and almost came back against them like it, it's that's gonna be really I think that the Pacific is really top heavy like Vegas Calgary and Edmonton are gonna beat up on each other um, but after that like I think it's pretty wide open I mean like L A kind of has a is kind of hit or miss to start. Um, Dude, they've been having some crazy games so far, though. What's quick going looks on like there? Quick looks like not last year, Jonathan Quick. The prior three year, Jonathan Quick, which was statistically. Dude, I like look at the score the and it's like it's like six to five, like seven to five or something. Mm-hmm. There's no defense being played. Yeah, so you're the stack guy. You should like figure this out for me. This first week has got to be one of the highest scoring weeks in NHL history for like the start of the year. I've never seen. The, the, some of the games, like seven, so six. So I have six, like a stupid memory. There was a year in like 2003, okay? And yeah. I swear there was like a 10 nothing or like 10 to 1 win from the walkout, bro. Where they, oh, yeah. it, it was before was the one point score. Was, Mark yeah. Parrish was like the leading scorer for like a couple weeks in the NHL. That was a very high scoring time. Um, one more thing as we talk about numbers, we have to talk about the old guys crushing it so far, or maybe old guys. Uh, Stamkos still has his fastball. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's going he off right sick. Tampa uh, does not, Ovi, Tampa does not, but They're they'll be fine. We, we know that. Yeah, they'll I think they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Ovi just had a four-point night. He's Crosby, so uh, first star of the week? Was he first star of the week? He should. I don't know if he was, if they did, like, a thing like that, but he should yeah, be. Yeah, he, he was nuts. something. I, had, I thought they had three stars. Malkin looks really good still. Pittsburgh uh, looks like, like this is their last run. And they I feel like the really team good. knows it. Like the team, like you know what I mean? Like those guys like know it. They look really good. So one thing I know you guys wanted to bring up was like uh the Montreal thing. So I know you, you mentioned like Toronto, the two losses to Montreal and Arizona. Like Montreal doesn't look that bad. Like they they beat the Penguins. They held the Crosby line like in check the whole game. They're, um I'm kind of surprised at how decent they look. They're like they I feel like when when you think about like what professional sports teams like, dude, they're professional sports teams still. Right, like I feel like when, in, yeah. like in, I think like now when you think of like a team that's gonna be bad, like Arizona, that they're gonna go zero and eighty two. Um, Montreal, all, like I think the I think the Martin Saint Louis thing is the same as Torts. Like I think Martin well, Saint Louis. That's what we mentioned whenever whenever we were making our predictions on this. It was like uh, I know you guys had them finishing in last. I think I had them second to last, but there was like that wiggle room for like, is he like a really good players coach? Well, yeah, like, um, I mean, like he like oh, famously yeah. is like cha- like saved yeah. Um, yeah. Caulfield. And dude, he has a great yeah. shot. Annoyingly, because yeah. yeah. oh my gosh, are the worst. But <laughs> sorry, Canadians, man, it's a rocket. Everyone knows when Caulfield scores is the is is what I'm getting at. So, um, yeah, man. Like, I, and I also think that was their Stanley Cup opening night against Toronto. Like that, that's their Stanley Cup. So, um, yeah. But Jake Allen looks really good. Like he looks really good. And Kate the, sna- the snake. Good. It's always been good. I feel like when the pressure's not on, if that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. when there's not high expectations, and there's not really high expectations in Montreal, so he's kind of just doing his thing. But they're they're bitter rivals. We have to talk about the Boston Bruins. Phenomenal start, it's considering. Yeah, I mean, just the injuries and everything. I mean, I did not see this coming. They had a wild one tonight in yeah. Ottawa, and I believe it was the Senators' home opener too. Seven five. Yeah, they won seven five, which is you know that that was a fun game to watch. But the Bruins like. I mean, they're humming right now. You know, bringing Krejci back obviously has helped a ton. You know, DeBrus, you know, turn it, taking down his, uh, you know, trade request, that helps a lot. And then, uh, you know, another team, so you might be able to touch on this better than anybody, but Peter DeBoer down there in Dallas. I mean, that guy is the best at getting the most out of the team first right year off the coach, bro. Yeah, Dude, he is unreal. the ultimate first-year coach. <laughs> right. It is nuts. Uh, the uh, Boston, I, I'm, I, I don't know why. I've always said this. Like, I love the Patriots and the Red Sox, and I hate the Boston Bruins, and yeah. I don't really know why. And I think it was just because when I grew up, I was like, I was like, my dad, my like my whole family like loved the Leafs, and I watched the Leafs so much. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's why I really don't like the Boston Bruins. I never have. 
it is so frustrating <clears throat> in the playoffs if you're not like a Boston Bruin fan. You have to pencil in a goal for their first line. Like, win or lose, like, Pasternak, Bergeron, or Marchand will score a goal. And then, like, the rest of the chips may fall. And it looks like, dude, that Pasternak, dude, he hears that dollar sign. That Brinks truck is just backing itself up every game because he is <laughs> uh, he is going to make a lot of money. I think Boston, uh, early reaction, I had them not making the playoffs, I think, because I, I think that they're very top-heavy. And I think that I thought it, the injuries would finally catch up because they wouldn't be able to stay afloat. But, yeah, like that, I think – there is something about chemistry that just in hockey. Dude, it's that it's that sport, Chara effect that's still there, man. That passed on the Bergeron. It's gonna be there as long as they're there. There's something right. about Bergeron, Krejci, Pasternak that like you know. And then when they get when they get Marshan back, and if they're within striking distance, and same with McAvoy, what well, dude? They're a wagon at that point. Like if they mm -hmm. if both of them get healthy, like man, that would be uh, that'd be something else. Dallas though, uh, I think like. They're a team that like no one like no one pays attention to nationally, right? Like much like with the Sharks, that like so I, I get that. Um, I've been watching a couple of their games, and Mason Marchman looks gross. And then you combine that. Yeah, with he had that crazy goal, right? Mm -hmm. Crazy, crazy good goal. And uh, and uh, Jason Robertson looks phenomenal. That and Heiskanen is gonna like he's gonna get Norris votes soon. Like he, I feel like he's going like the Headman trajectory where the first couple years he was good. But then he had like that 60, 70 point season. And I feel like that's what like Heiskin is missing. Um, but like it'll come. Uh, they look they look really good. Uh the one team I want to bring up is Detroit. So I watched a couple of their games oh, there, yeah. their opening night. They look really good. That Larkin play, dude. That that's that's still like that has to be the play of the year, like five months from Arvidsson now. I've, I've never seen Stephan. that before. Like I that couldn't was believe crazy. it. They, my chat like blew up because I was still streaming at the time. Like, you see the Larkin play, and I'm like, oh my god! Like he actually stopped that, and I was like, this is sick. And then I didn't realize they actually tied it. Like, could you imagine Arvidsson on the bench? Like you are, like it's silent. Like every, like it, it's your fault. I, I feel like no matter what, though, like that was just an amazing play. It's not like the Patrick Stefan situation where he like blows a tire and he like falls down on the breakaway. I guess that was bad. Like that he was, was trying just to a tuck great... that into bed. Like he he brought that yeah, into a crease. that was. That was just like an all-time play. The uh, yeah, and then Ronick. I think I think even crazier was the pass off the boards back, and like it was just another tap in too. Like right after Larkin got, then Ronick made this diving play. It was just wild. But Huso looks good, and yeah. that giant line. I can't wait for that to be just in hut. For the <laughs> Do next they have a nickname years, yet? No, but they're, they're just ogres. Like they're just yeah, they're absolutely gigantic. And Soderblom looks like it's just massive. And like six six or six five and six eight and six three like. That that what line is, it? is Sunny Sunny Rasmussen and uh and Soderblom, right? Soderblom, yeah. Yeah, Sunny Sunny is a good friend of mine and my buddy's he is the one of the best guys ever in Kessel. I know you had him a little bit in Pittsburgh and and he is just what a what a player. And, and talk about an ogre. He is one ugly looking dude. <laughs> Oscar Sunquist. I love him though. I'm I'm so happy for those guys in Detroit cuz I feel like he got you know, a, he, he got a cup there in St. Louis, right? Yeah, he was yeah. a crucial part in us winning the cup him and barbershop on that fourth line they were they were unbelievable. yeah i was glad he worked out there because like it just never worked out in pittsburgh um because i would like i had high hopes for him and then it just like nothing really happened right yeah he he's he's an awesome player and then i, I think we got to finish off talking about the teams with i mean I, every night i see it like when they play is like the new jersey devils and lindy ruff just had an, i've personally had enough of the new jersey i tweeted about this dude like i in a year where i need the sharks to win the lottery I need the Devils in the playoffs. Like, I need yeah. them to just be done with messing around. Lindy Ruff, dude, they came back and won tonight. I can't believe they won tonight because I'm pretty sure they're losing. Um, but they do not look good, and they have a ton of talent. And the number one prospect in the NHL and Luke Hughes, who still hasn't even played yet. Like, it, I, I tweeted this out as well. Third-round pick for James Reimer, and it solves both the Sharks and Devils' problems. Like it, the Sharks that will have no hope because James Ryan still is a great goaltender, and they need someone that can stop the puck just even a little bit. And I think that they're fine. I think they'd be a wild card team. But actually, I think they only need to get outside the top twelve to not be in the lottery. I can't remember because it, it's now different with thirty-two teams. I don't think it's the bottom sixteen. I think it's the bottom twelve or in the or in the lottery. They're, all the new lottery rules are, are there's a lot of them. But yeah, I need I need the Devils out of there. They, they just need to stop messing. Or just, around. Or just trade. On. Or just trade for Craig Anderson. I mean, that guy Whoa. too. Forty-one yeah. years old. Good for he, the and he's 
He's the most ugly looking style goaltender. He just, but he's like the old school goalie. He just kicks him, dude. He's he's unreal. Like Alex that was another Tuck guy buried one <laughs> on a breakaway in the second game of the season. I, I'm drawing a blanket. Who it was against? I want to say it was Ottawa, but I, or Florida. I think it was Florida. And I lived in Buffalo for like seven, eight years, and during their like best seasons, and uh, like used to go to all their games. There is something to say about someone who is having a blast and wants to be in Buffalo that is, like, super endearing. He scores, and DMX starts pumping out of that place, and then he's going <laughs> nuts. Like, it was – I want Buffalo to be so good, and the fact that Alex Tuck is, like, there just having a blast and he wants to be there is just super good. Like, I, I hope to God they I, – I still don't know if they can figure it out. I think they're going to mess with their – I think it's one of those years where if they were bad one more season, like, real bad – they would have a shot at like Mishkov or someone like, you know, maybe Fantilli, yeah. like someone like and one more impact prospect. And I think that it's their, the roster's half decent now where they're going to like, just mess themselves out of a play or a player like that. But man, they've been fun. They have been fun. Uh, before we get on the next topic, this podcast is brought to you by gamerswin.com, our main sponsor here. If you want to put your money where your mouth is, that's the saying, right? Go on GamersLynn.com. Deposit 50, 20 bucks, whatever it is. Play against some people, get better at the game. That's how me and Padre became experts at NHL, right? Right, oh, Padre? Oh, yeah. I love GamersLynn. Great site. We love GamersLynn.com. The link's at the bottom on Spotify, on the YouTube link as well. Uh, we love GamersLynn.com. Yes, uh, it's made us a lot of money. It's, it's the best way to improve at the game. NHL, Madden, you can play a bunch of games on there. I played Hydro Thunder, a wager match what? on... Hydro Thunder back in like 2009. Duchesne, three shots. Let's go. Let's go. Are you sure? That's what we need to get to next. I I need to hear for anybody that's out there listening, follow Kesso for his tail, his picks. We're not financial advisors. Do not. No, I'm not saying that. Explain to everybody your shot props. Let me see. I have to see this stat go through and then I'll be happy. That's a parlay game, brother. He's actually the whole time. I think I'm happier than you are. I want this to work. Give give is the people the, the how. All right, guys. So so what I'm assuming here, so you guys, you can bet on uh, shot props, right? Uh, in most of the sports books, uh, they set out lines for players. Uh, Duchesne tonight, uh, his line's two and a half over under. I think the over was like minus 110. Um, I pulled stats from Natural Stat Trick and some other things, and I compared it to the books. So like looking at Duchesne, um, he hit that over like it was like 54 to like 57 percent of the time last year. Um, and then you look at the implied odds that the sports book has. Right. So minus 110 is implied like 52 percent of the time that should hit. So if he hits at 57 percent of the time, I also look at like the matchup. You have to assume you have like a five percent uh, advantage there compared to the books. Um, most most. Uh, well, I can't talk right now. Mostly I found. Most of the lines are priced near what I think the percentages should be. Um, but then you find like some like to do Shane one tonight. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's line was uh, two and a half. Up? How did you find that? What, what did you do to figure out that that is a good bet? Yeah, so Dougie Hamilton was minus 140 at over two and a half. Uh, the implied odds, I think, was like 56% or 54%. Last year, he hit it 64% of the time. So that's a 10% gap that you have over that, right? So I'm looking at that. I'm looking at uh, shot shots against per game, uh, Corsi as well. Um, another thing I'm looking at is players where the roles haven't really changed. Uh, so Dougie Hamilton's somebody that's really in that, like, he's the quarterback there. Like, he's taking those shots. Like, you know how Dougie Hamilton yeah. plays. Wierenski was another one of those tonight where, like, his role hasn't changed with the team. Um especially like early on in the season, like you have like new coaches, new systems, uh, players shifting teams. I'm looking for those players that are in like the same type of role, possibly on the same team. Yeah. Man. So I've been, I've been posting uh, every single day on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash queso underscore Paguni. Um, I don't know if I'll be profitable long term. Like I'm only up like after tonight, it might be like eight to 10 units. In five uh, days, unit. bro. Yeah, in five days, but that's I could lose it all. You, you, you could. Know, I mean, last it, night it wasn't is. was your first like losing that. I think. It, yeah, like, it was a bad. Fifty five percent is like an insane like. Yeah, so rate. I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing if like I, I wanted to give it a shot. Uh, a lot of that comes from 
I you see these people on Twitter that are posting like they're winning tickets only and they're like I'm up 200 units. Like I wanted to track this from the start, like give it a month or two and see what happens, you know. So you're getting all um, this data though from Natural Stat Trick, right? I'm getting it from Natural Stat Trick. I also pulled um literally every shot that was taken in the NHL last year from I forget what the site was. So like if it missed the net whatever, like I also pulled that so data. Of course, like a court like your court like they like like a full court Yeah, yeah, like I had to find like a it was like a CSV file <laughs> of like 150. Oh nice. Talk just <laughs> dude, hit just the over. Let's go. To. Dude, that I is think, nuts. I think dude, I think I, you're 9 for 10. That's I nuts. Missed, yeah. Uh I'm going to miss Eichel and Shabbat. Yeah, Shabbat and Eichel, I think. Yeah, should, and Fiala. Wow. We should track these, though, like, even though I know it'll be, like, dated, but just to see, like, you know, maybe, like, you show your line for the night that we record and then go back to, be like, well, you know, this is how good Kesso is hitting on these things. You know what I mean? Just something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like, like cool. I said, I've been posting them every on Twitter, day right. on Twitter, just, you know, just as proof, I guess. I know people have been tailing me because, like, I get messages and stuff or, like, uh, sleeves. I know you've been shouting it out on uh, on the stream here. So it's been fun. Like combines my uh my, my nerdy excel and other things with like sports so it's let's, been a lot of fun uh, let's Hopefully do it this continues. pull up pull up the uh division standings for the nhl currently actually sorry wild card let's do the wild card standings. yeah let's do the wild card let's do uh overachievers so we'll just quickly go through and see on on, on the four divisions of the three teams that are in the division spot right now or this is extremely early we're only like three or four games in but are there any in the eastern conference in the Metro Division, we can all agree that overachiever right now, teams that are going to fall back down are Philly. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be three no, and they're not going to be a playoff team. The Rangers, bro, the Rangers look like they don't have to rely on Shesterkin this year. I actually think that they are going to, which is top. scary. Yeah, dude, like all the games I watched, it was a lot like Edmonton, where like they got humming and it was just they were just shelling whatever team they were going up against. And when you have the like the best goaltender currently in the in the NHL, like I I don't know. In Lafreniere and Capo, they look like legitimate top six players, and I think that changes everything for them. So um that sucks for Twitter. <laughs> uh let's do the Atlantic. Uh Boston, Detroit, and Florida. Any overachievers? I'm gonna Let's, say Detroit just I because I feel like yeah, Detroit temporarily. Detroit. We know we'll well they'll be there in like two years. Toronto right? was in there, like yeah. this year. Like yeah. Toronto will play up. I told you guys I really like Florida. I think they. Oh, same. Yeah. I think they really brought. I know a lot of people are down on them because of their decor. You know, I, t- talk about a team that could be a dark horse for Chikrin. I think they could be a dark horse for Chikrin. He, that makes a lot of sense to me that there. Does, yeah. Um. But the way they play it, I, I love the nastiness Matthew Kachuk's brought to the team. You saw them he, every game. He's just getting in scrums, causing a ruckus. Him and Lomberg and, and Sam Bennett. Like, you know, they, they had like a little mini brawl last night in Boston. And then a few nights before, he's got Alex Tuck in the media, you know, griping about him. I mean, he, Matthew Kachuk's a gamer. They, I think they've just become more well-rounded. I think in the uh, move to the Central Division, the West, uh, I'm going to be honest, I, I think like – Nashville won't hold that three spot. I mean, here's the thing: the Blues have only played one game. I think the Blues will be in the top three. Yeah, um, it's just the the schedule's super weird. I actually had dude, a buddy man, of mine I text hate me. The schedule, dude. Listen to this though: the Blues play 31 games in 62 days, but every team is doing that. Like after, like the Bolts play like 33 and 60, 66. Colorado plays 33 and 65. Like. What is what's going on with the schedule? I don't understand. I don't, why is it so weird? I don't understand. Like, I, I'm wondering if it, so they signed with ESPN, right? Like that's their new TV deal. Yes. There is no dude. How there is no Sunday games on the opening yeah. weekend of the season is mind boggling to me. Like I could not believe it. It's, I like I was. I thought it was. I thought it was a joke. Someone was like, "There's no hockey tonight," and there's too many days where there's just nothing. Right, like the, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's it's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That's it, and like I don't know. It's just you have to. It's an eighty-two game season, so like you're just ramming them all in. It, it, it sucks because like we look at like tomorrow night. Uh, it, there's three games on, yep. and that's just terrible. Like mm-hmm. I hate it because like you said, it's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, pretty much. Um, and then whenever NFL season's over, uh, maybe they'll spread it out a little bit more. You get those afternoon games where it's like Chicago and Boston I- every single time. I talked to a a rep that works at the NHL this summer when I was doing the GBC, 
and they were remember when COVID happened and they they this whole season got jacked up and they played in the summertime, right? There was like real consideration of like starting the season like in January because their attendance numbers go through the roof the second like February Football. ends because college Football. college it's all in the states because Canada sells out almost every everywhere. Yeah, all throughout the year, but yeah, the second college and and the NFL is done. There's a huge spike, and um, yeah, early on, like the they just no like not willing to well not willing to play. And, I, and ESPN is like so big in football that like I'm just wondering if that. Oh yeah, off. and they're afraid. Of, I think they're afraid of the ice issues. I mean, you you hear about it all the time. I mean, you've seen it in San Jose. They always bring in those like what are those things called like the humidor? I can't remember yeah, the name. Of it. They, they just bring the, yeah. Yeah, they bring them in like during the playoffs. It's, um, you know, like the ice would be so bad if they played in the summertime. I mean, I always said I wish it was like a, a summer sport in the Olympics because, you know, like it, it I don't know, like in basketballs, you know, it's it's like, I don't know, all the sports like in the Olympics, like some of them like don't make sense to me. I, I wish hockey was a summer sport so then I wouldn't conflict with the season. Then you wouldn't have all those issues. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, weird schedule so far. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Pacific, it's, it's the Pacific's got Vegas, Calgary, L.A. The dude, so the Campbell injury, and now it's Stuart Skinner. It's Stuart Skinner's crease in Edmonton. Like I said, man, they are unbelievable. Like McDavid is unbelievable. I, you know what? We were talking about, like, uh, I was talking about this on stream today. Crosby is, um, like, like a version of, like, Jonathan Taves. Like, he is probably one of the greatest leaders, like, of all time. Like when he retires, like in an all-time great yeah, player. I'm just offended that that by that comparison, but oh, uh, uh, well, yeah. So the, in, like the view that Jonathan Taves has won everything, like on every level, yeah, like and he's viewed fair. as a leader, right? He's viewed as a leader, and Crosby is that only he's ten times a player. But what McDavid does, like McDavid is a, is the Gretzky. It's not Crosby and Gretzky. Like, I, I no, I agree with. I you. think Crosby's like I, Michael Jordan-ish, like just a winner. Like a bad, I guess it's a bad example, but like that because like, like McDavid's LeBron, but you know what I mean. Like I'm just trying to like trying to trying to get yeah to yeah. It's like the the Crosby. I don't even know how you compare him because he's just good at everything. Yeah, like he's a and much better defensive not, player. But yeah, he's not over physically talented, right? Like you no. couldn't say like, oh, he's quick. Oh, he has like the best ridiculous. shot. Yeah, that's that's really what it is. The like, but McDavid, man, watching Edmonton, it is astounding. How whenever McDavid wants to create a dangerous chance, he just does. Like in, in a sport that requires like a lot of luck, right, and a lot of bounces and stuff like that. I think that's what separates those great guys because they'll just create it themselves. Um, yeah. And I don't see how Edmonton make, Edmonton will make the playoffs, um, even with their with their goaltending issues. But uh, let's do some underachievers. Uh, the Leafs. They'll figure it out. I think we can agree with that. Montreal losses to Montreal and Arizona, while hilarious. Um, they'll figure <laughs> that out. Um, any other ones that are really egregious? Tampa's one and three. That's not. Concerning. Yeah, yeah, that is. But they'll be fine. Vancouver. Minnesota, Minnesota would be like big time underachiever. Vancouver. I think Vancouver like might like have like. I, that's between the ears, man. They blew four straight. Multi-goal leads to start the year. Every single game they led by two, and they blew all yeah. four of them. That is, yeah, and, that's uh, eight Kessa, points. Like Kessler knows, uh, Jim Rutherford. He will not be putting up with that long. He will be wheeling and dealing if he has to soon, and it could be a big shakeup. You never know with that guy, dude. dude uh, yeah, I liked him for like two to three years, uh, two cups. But after that, it's like what you know what's going on here. No, absolutely. Um, all right, let's do uh, Calder watch um kaylin addison had a huge night and he ended up he's leading the nhl currently in points for rookies before uh Beniers and mctavish who were like were kind of the favorites odds on favorites Beniers looks fantastic you see what happened with shane right though six no, I, minutes I, of ice time yeah he's i've going seen back I've to the ohl well. I, I thought you meant like something happened to no, him. Like, no, oh, no, yeah. no 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 yeah he'll go back to the ohl I, no I, i've seen his ice time. Really hate for the ice dogs but. yeah he, he looks a little I know it's so early. COVID messed him yeah. up more than almost every other prospect. Yeah. Like he was on the trajectory. He was elite, like a uh, uh, early. Uh, what is that called? Exceptional status. Like in the yeah. OHL, looked like he was going to be a rock, like solid stud, like Stamkos and Tavares, and played like an, a great like defensive game, which is something that in the OHL it doesn't really happen. Major junior that doesn't really happen very often on top of his ability to score. And yeah, the like COVID just yeah the, taking away that first season after your rookie one, like when you're 15 and you're a kid, 
um, that next season losing that is uh, that one's that one's pretty brutal. So, um, but yeah, Beniers look Beniers and McTavish they look they look really good. Um, and then lastly, the Bedard watch, dude. My Sharks, I cannot believe. Like I said, this is the worst I've ever seen them look in twenty years. And the year that they got Joe Thornton, they lost ten games in a row, and then got Joe Thornton. I gotta say. Yeah. Doug Wilson isn't picking up the phone. He just got a ceremony for, uh, you know, for his his contributions to the Sharks, and I still firmly believe, bias aside, that he is one of the best general managers in the NHL that, that we've seen, and for various reasons. Obviously, didn't win a cup, but uh, the trades that he made. I mean, Bur- we we love Berkey, like we love Brian Burke on Chicago Central. Then he used to talk about stories how like. You used to never call about a team's best player because it was assumed that you just wouldn't get it. And Doug was the first general manager that he's had when he was a general manager to like call about your team's best player. And he would find a way to get it done. And he did it multiple times and kept that team among one of the best for 16 years. And there's no one coming. Like, Bedard... Dude, it, it, it's, it's going to be awful. I've been there with my team before. It sucks to watch. It, it's... Like, I, I, hope, I hope to God for your sake you get Bedard. Because if not, uh, it's going to be a while. Like, I don't even want... That's the thing, man. If you, I feel like getting two in this, like, getting two in this year's draft because of Mitchkov's situation is, like, the most devastating general manager spot ever. Because that's, like, three years, you're not going to get them. And then you got to go through the song and dance if he wants to come over when that's done. And it's like, oh, man. Like, you... Because it, it's crazy. When you miss on a top five pick, you just waste an entire season. You know? Like when you think about so, it, you waste an entire season. So you mentioned uh, Timo Meyer's contract. You said that's up after this season. Yeah, he's a free agent after this year. Yeah. So are they going to move him at the deadline then? I didn't think there was any chance that they would because of Hurdle signing for. They signed a Hurdle for eight years, and like I said, the ownership just will not allow, will not allow um, a, a tear down rebuild, right? And um, so they signed Hurdle, and they will they they. Would find a way to get Meyer done, and I'm assuming it'd probably be like nine million, like another one of those stupid. But, but here's players. here's my issue with it though. Like, you're the, this team's at least three to four years away, right? That's the thing, man. Like, it might be longer than that. Like this. Yeah, it, it might be. So, like, if you do resign him, it's like a nine million thing. Like, he's in year four, year five of that contract. Mm-hmm. You might have like somebody else that's like up for like a resigning or something, whatever. Like. Dude, get a get a haul for. Him. I don't, I don't get that at all. Is like from a general manager perspective. I don't know. They have to now, like, because there's no way that the team is going to make the playoffs. They're five games in. They've lost all five. They look. They've scored less than two goals in every single game, or two goals or less in every single game. And there is no one that can score. Eklund and Bordalo will come up, and it will at least be entertaining to watch. Because right now, it is not fun watching Luke Cunning as a first line left winger. And Matt Benning being the top four on the back end, like it is, it's real rough. Um, but at least it'll be exciting when a pro- like like I was mentioning about Beniers, like it's Seattle. You know Seattle's bad, but at least when Beniers tops over the boards, there's like hope, and you get to like be excited when you watch him because if he scores and has points and does things well, you're happy. But it, until those two get up in the lineup, I'm 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 like Ugh, the Barracuda look great. Um, but if they get Bedard, man, here's the thing: if the Sharks get Bedard and they keep getting a little bit more cap room. Because, like, Vlasic will be bought out at the end of this year. And, you know, the bank can be moved. And, like, they can sign people and have Bedard. And, like, there's still enough there that you could be a playoff team. Like, I, I, I strongly believe that. Because I think if you can get a 60 to 80 point player for 900K, that significantly changes the outlook on, like, almost any team. Right? Because mm-hmm. Meyer, Meyer and Hurdle are both f- fantastic players. So, put Bedard there. And then you have, like, you know, but... I did not think it was actually going to be in the realm of possibility. I thought they'd finish like seven to ten, but after this first five days, whoo man! Chicago, they were beating Chicago two nothing, and Chicago scored two shorthanded goals within the span of two minutes. And I was like, "Okay, here we go. We lost the Bedard Bowl, and uh, here we go." So it is what it is. Anything else, guys? Um, yeah, just a shout out to Gamer Saloon again mm-hmm. for uh, for the sponsor. Wouldn't be here without him. No, absolutely, guys. Make sure that you check out Gamer Saloon if you are looking to play some competitive money games on NHL, Madden, whatever you want to play is the safest place to do so. Um, But, yeah, guys, that is going to do it for episode 51 of Coffee and Shell. Let us know in the comment section down below what you thought, and we'll be back uh, next week to recap everything that was going down in the NHL. All right, guys, have a good one. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.